this is Minute 32 of As If, the podcast about Clueless, where we talk about Clueless minute by minute. I am the improbably named Park Parkinson, your host, and with me today is Jody Doyle. That's my name, Jody Doyle. Hello. And Megan Sunday. Hello. Today's Minute, Minute 32, starts with Cher and Elton talking about Ty, or are they? And then we move to dinner with uh, Cher and... Ty and her father. Uh, Cher's father. Ty has no parents. No. <laughs> what do you think about uh, Elton and his interest in photography? Elton I... is a sleaze bag. There's that. <laughs> he does seem like kind of a... I don't yet have a reason to think of him as a jerk. No. Except that... That's true. He just seems like a jerk. Yeah. It just radiates off him. But he does. Well, I think it's also the other male characters that we've met are all a little... You, you kind of know more about them almost immediately. Like, granted, you know that like Murray's D- Dion's boyfriend, but you see them interact. Mm. You know, you get to meet Scrubsy. Travis, Scrubsy. and then we see him with Ty. But Elton, it's just sort of... All we've heard about is that he has a lot of money, and he's very popular. Mm. And he's just kind of... And his dad at you at any concert. Yeah, and then he's yeah. hanging out with everyone, and doesn't want to put his arm around Ty, and... Rolls his eyes. I, I, my Rolls understanding... His eyes. Like a champ. My understanding is that concert promoters are the least slimy people. And <laughs> uh, they're always portrayed as being the most upstanding, honest... I detect There's... a note of sarcasm. Just a small note. Yes. They just love to party. <laughs> just look at all the big acts of 1995. I would think, I would think Ty's status as presumably a coke mule mm. would mean that he would be super interested in Ty. <laughs> Cher no should that. be more upfront with what ties pa- with ties past, but not in that way. Um, he, he, I mean, spoiler. He says later on that he could never date somebody of Ty's socioeconomic background. There's why would why would you get her into a concert? What can she do for you? Yeah, I do like <sighs> that it's any concert and not necessarily any club. Because I feel like now it would be more of a club thing. Like, oh, you know, we can get you into any club. I mean, any concert is still cool, but great. Yeah. I don't know. Beyonce tickets are really expensive from what I hear. That's true. Adele. <laughs> yeah. Can't get it. But I, but, but I feel like, like clubbing is the thing you do on a weekend more more often than like a like a road trip to a nearby concert or even a far I'm, away I'm always concert. clubbing. Oh, yeah, Stop. me too. Well, I, yeah, by by you, I mean <laughs> other people who are not Other people who are clubbing yeah. right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, when, like when, when I watch... When I watch TV, when I, you know, on sitcoms with our characters, that is more the thing they're doing than going to concerts. Yeah. Hmm. I have always had issue with the fact that Elton wants this copy, the copy of this particular photo. Um, hmm. Like, I guess we can't really, I mean, we know, we know he wants the photo, but we, we do hear, in, without too many spoilers, that in in the actual dialogue, Cher says, you know, doesn't doesn't she look classic, referring to Ty, and Elton's response is, yeah, this is beautiful. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, uh, make me a copy of this. Yeah. Not a copy of a, of a picture of her, not she looks beautiful. And not even mm. get me a copy yeah. of this picture, like, oh, I this picture. It's just this. Okay. If you felt that way, I feel like you should say, like, you're so good at photography, I would like a copy of a picture you're taking, like you wouldn't, you would drop a more obvious hint than mm. this, or you'd ask for a picture of yourself done by that person, or of the group done by that person, mm-hmm. or like. It is a lovely picture, though. 
Cher does set it up very well. She it, she picks a flower yeah, and everything. Almost like she had a cinematographer working for her. <laughs> I mean, I wish I knew more friends with cameras who would just be like, here, I'm just going to pose you for these wonderful portraits. I mean, that would be great. But then yeah. I guess they have to go to class and the scene with the photos ends. Well, you were saying beforehand, this is one, another instance where I wish, I wish one of us had read Emma because I could totally buy... I can totally buy this being a scene from Emma where it would make sense, where there's a bunch of, uh, you know, Restoration era, uh, uh, or not Restoration, sorry, um, Regency era uh, Brits walking outside with their sketch pads, because that's what they did. Mm. Uh, sketching each other and sketching land landscapes. Oh, look, there's a tumble-down cottage with a log in front of it. You go sit on that and I'll sketch you. And then... Someone would say, "Oh, I would like a copy of that sketch. Could I, mm-hmm. or could I have that sketch you would take?" And they would, they would hang it up in their locker because that would make sense for what a Regency person would do. Huh? Yeah, you'd go to your school and hang it up in your locker. <laughs> Everyone would know. Like I, I could buy that as a as a as an eighteen twenties, eighteen thirties, forties thing you would do. It it was weird when it's a photograph. Yeah. Uh, I'd have been so useless. I can't sketch. I also can't make <laughs> lace or speak another language or dance or sewing stuff. No, uh, I can do that. I can do needlework. Needlework. I was gonna say if you'd yeah. I think I think you know other house crafts. Uh, uh, needlework, dancing. You'd have to dance. Uh, so right after Elton uh, asks for a copy and Cher says sure, all pleased with herself because I mean. To be fair to Cher, again, I would interpret him, his words the exact same way she does. Mm-hmm. Oh, he must think he must think Ty is cute. Why else would he want the picture? Uh, we go to the we go to their um, go to their house uh, because again, Ty has no parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're at Cher's house, and uh, Mel comes in, and they're going to have dinner together. Uh, but we get another hilarious cell phone joke because they're just. They're coming a mile a minute in this movie. Um, First we have Mel Butler. Mel says... Mel ordering Ty off his chair, which is a great little moment. <laughs> yeah, I did kind of like that. Yeah, Cher, Cher introduces Mel to Ty, and his only response is, Get out of my chair! Get out of my chair! Get out of my chair! Yeah, he's great. Awesome. I like that, I like that he's lovable but gruff. Yeah. yeah. It's his chair. And Lucy, Lucy brings in dinner, which is apparently not to Mel's liking. What? Too it- plain. Seems to be entirely to his... salad. Like from what I can see of the plate, there is nothing but salad on there. He has to get his cholesterol down to two hundred. Probably which plain, is... plain chicken breast. I can't, skinless. I can't see any chicken. I, I can't see any chicken. All I can see is it's covered, salad, it's covered in greenery. <laughs> on on her plate, it does look like there's something like like a like a chicken breast or maybe a maybe a like a fillet of fish. Okay, well hidden. An actual fillet of fish. Here you go, yeah. Mel. Yeah, well, not like a not like a McDonald's fillet of fish. <laughs> Delicious. But uh, okay. yeah, Mel, because Mel has to get his cholesterol down because I think his heart is about to explode. <laughs> <laughs> well, he seems very highly strung, so the cholesterol yes. can't cannot be helping that. I can't imagine what his blood pressure is. I mean, you... I mean, five hundred bucks an hour. It's worth. It's worth some high blood pressure. It's high cholesterol. I guess you were saying. You were saying two hundred is particularly high, Park. What's a normal? Two hundred is pretty high. One, anything above one ninety mm. um, is getting pretty the high. Cholesterol. Mm. Yeah, yeah, if getting your cholesterol down to two hundred, 
You know, which presumably is he eats a, he eats a lot of crap food because he's you know he's working yeah. and he's not they're taking care of himself and his body. And, and uh, he's an American if, male. If, if getting it down to one ninety is your goal, that's that's pretty terrible. And he's American. Yeah, and we eat horrible. <laughs> oh food. Oh my god, you do. <laughs> hey, we gave the world the McRib. Yes, and, oh, the, no. and the quadruple bypass burger. American contribution to world cuisine: the McRib <laughs> and the double down. When the when our country is dust, the baconator. Oh no! Sure, there you go. The Tadakan. We just shove food inside yeah. other food. <laughs> I, this was kind of around the time I want to say that people started switching over from like salads being always lettuce. To seeing spinach leaf more often, mm. Mm. yeah, would it be probably be rocket something like that? Oh, it's uh, a good, it's a good time for the world when we started switching to spinach salad. I love spinach leaf. If if it was, it's it's been brought up in previous conversations that everybody seems to have both cell phones and pagers, mm. and that that is unnecessary and weird. And why would you have that? Uh, I, I will say. You could not text with a cell. I don't think at this point. I no, didn't have a cell no phone texting. until like 2004. But you could, yeah, you couldn't text with a cell phone yet. No. So it does make some sense that if you wanted to send a quick message, you know, just a double fast 911 or a, <laughs> that you could do that with a, you know, with 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 a numerical text. <laughs> but you can't send that. You couldn't send that to someone. You just show it to people. <laughs> Yes. This could be, Megan, like you were saying, uh, uh, a throwback to Emma, where they had pagers but no cell phones. Yeah, yet. definitely. So it was more common if you wanted to, like, page the vicar. Sure, yeah. You had to, you had to send <laughs> a numerical message. Then he would call you back, like, in the, like on the car phone. Yeah. Or, or just the, the landline. <laughs> I, I think we're a little past landline. Oh, yeah, probably. No, no, we're still in. No, we're still in. We're still in um, dial-up territory. You sure? Uh, you sure not, we're we're yeah. not sending SMS messages. Uh, not SMS. Um, <laughs> what is it called? Morse code messages to each other. Um, because Cher Cher gets a page. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, she gets a page, and and it's it's Dion, and that's why she wants to use the phone. I think part and of this, I no. don't remember how great caller ID was on cell phones, and I think part of this I'm just basing on the fact that. I do watch a lot of uh, Frasier, which is set around the same time. And on that show, it's cell phones are a very big plot point, at least in the episodes I was watching, the early ones, because not everyone has one. And when people answer their cell phones, they never know who's on the other line until they answer it. Now, I wonder if that was just for, for sitcom purposes. There's Occasionally it is, but sometimes real. it just doesn't seem like that would, it makes any sense. So they couldn't also have just looked at the view of the phone and gone, oh no, it's so-and-so. It's so and so, yeah. Or there, there might have been like a number, but not always. Or it yeah, might have exactly. been. I remember there. I remember for a long time, calls were different if they came from someone who had your same cell phone network versus someone who had a different cell phone network. Like if, like if you had AT and T and got a call from another AT and T customer, you didn't have to pay for that. Yeah. yeah but if you got a call that. from a Sprint customer, yeah. that would cost you money to take that call, and so. Maybe that was part of it. Maybe uh, they, they had, like, like you were saying, it was caller ID, and they basically used pagers to kind of jerry-rig their own caller ID system. But I think Which there's something kind of way, smart. I think a lot of it is probably what you were saying with the texting was that you know there's you can get a little four 
forewarning of what what's going to happen because well, just here's a message like yeah. heads up give us a call when you're free yeah thing, rather than calling them to say give us mm-hmm. a call when yeah. you're free yeah. which is that that's honestly that's i don't that's what i like like i don't i don't i don't listen to messages that i get on my cell phone now no. I just know when someone called me, I call them back if I want to, and then they, then, then I get the the inevitable. Did you hear my message? No, no. <laughs> no. What'd you say? You just tell me. If you have a quick message, text me. Um, yeah. So there, yeah, there this was could a world be, before be texting. A... Again, kids that are listening to this. I don't know who these kids are, but. Back in the day, clue heads. I call call them clue heads. I do listen to the messages because I, well, I try and I don't answer the phone. Like I'm like, uh, go to message and then I'll listen to that and then I'll kind of have. All right, now I know what what I'm in for. Okay, then I could call. I don't know why. It's my anxiety. Something like that. You know, I do recall when I was a teenager. I do recall spending a lot more time on the phone. Yes, Mm, definitely. And I, I guess. Didn't I didn't when I was in college because my friends were all like a two minute walk away to another dorm. We all had AIM by then. And plus we had, we had a Mr. I remember turning on my computer volume really loud so when I was in the lounge down the hall, I could hear the doo and I would know to go to my room because someone was messaging the me. Different alerts for I didn't who, have a laptop. who logged on. Like, oh, it's the cow yeah. mooing. I know who that is. Girlfriend, gotta run back to my room. Mel just wants to have a nice family dinner. That's all we Yes. Want. I I really liked Sharon. Sharon knows better. When when he says that, she reacts like, "Oh, but it's Dion. I want to I want to talk." But I feel like she knows. And then the second he it's he funny. picks up his phone and starts talking, he she knows he's not going to hang up the phone in a second nope. and get back to dinner. Mm-hmm. She knows dinner is now done, and she can feel free to call D and talk as long as she wants. Yeah, yeah, she knows her dad. And yep, and he's having the most classic I've answered a work call conversation. Just yes, no. What? Yes. <laughs> what? No. Sell. Yeah, yeah. Sell. No, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this was very much the lawyer version of a uh of like a like a stockbroker yeah, conversation. Yeah. 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 I never get to have conversations like that at work. I have to use sentences. I can't just answer my phone and go, what? No. <laughs> I feel that's, that really denotes how high you are on I the totem pole. I think so, yeah. Like, the higher you are, the more you get asked, like, yes, can we do this? Can we not do this questions? The fewest Whereas the worker is being, is being told, justify your actions. And has to come <laughs> up with a really, you know, they have to use their brain to have a really elaborate response. <laughs> The boss is like, yes, no, stop that. Do it. Make it work. Yeah, it's definitely a status thing. Mm. But she broke in her purple clogs. That's the one thing she did at school today. She broke in her purple clogs. Which is probably a better answer than I would have had for the what do you do at school today question. Yeah. Stuff. Um, It's funny, I feel this is actually one of our more active minutes, but I don't really have anything else to add to what's gone on here it's just, it's just, it's there's a good minute coming up good stuff's I plug, coming up yeah plug next monday's podcast uh there's some there's some good stuff coming up in the next minute uh some important things about about dion uh that dion has to say about uh elton and uh mm-hmm. why they have to get out of the house right now because they've got somewhere to be probably not even a friday it's probably like a tuesday <laughs> party on a tuesday I, I wish there were more. They don't. They wouldn't fit in. 
but I do wish there were more Cher Mel moments. I like the ones that we get. There are really some good ones coming up, like really good ones. I agree. I agree. And the ones we've yeah. had so far are good. And I know that there's not really a place for it, but I think it's such a great father-daughter relationship. I feel, if, I feel like if this movie were made now, there would totally be a point where Mel told Cher in what ways she reminds him of her mother. You know, there would be like a, like a connection. You would get the feeling of like the things Cher missed out on and why mm-hmm. that's important. But they don't really spend a lot of time on that. But again, I I would I would I would ask someone who read who read who's read Emma if that's like a part of Emma. <laughs> Well, uh, I will ask before we go, I'll ask you guys again. Uh, do you have anything you'd like to plug, Jody? All right, what shall I plug? Uh, you can see my art on Facebook at The Scrappy Sculptor. That's where I make stuff and turn it into art. Um, and you can also catch me on episodes on a really great podcast called Turn to Page, where you can also catch Megan and a whole bunch of people from a whole bunch of people from the Flophouse group and stuff. Megan, aside for of course the the you know the way Jody totally stole your thunder there. I Do stole, you have anything else that you would like to plug? <laughs> he did, but I yeah I've I've appeared on 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 turned page, which is which is awesome, and I have a blog which is on hiatus, but I recap DC Andrews novels at trappedintheattic.wordpress.com, but I have lots of archives, so you can go back and read those. And I exist purely in spirit. As a cloud of electronic gas floating through the internet, Park is occasionally it? doing episodes of this podcast. Well, this is the twist see. at the the twist at the end is where we discover that Park was a ghost all along. <gasps> Boo- I wonder why he was just an amorphous cloud. I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> We see dead people. Join As If again next week. Join As If again next week, where the host will be Trevor Gibson. And the guests, Aaron Gambrill and Gina Radcliffe. Thanks for listening to this episode of As If, the podcast about Clueless. It is produced and edited by Darren Hustig, executive produced and hosted by Park Parkinson, with my guests Jody Doyle and Megan Sunday. Follow us on Facebook at As If the Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at As If underscore podcast. Follow us on Instagram at As If Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Shot Engine, or the podcasting app of your choice. Please rate and review if you enjoy. Clueless is owned by Paramount Pictures. No infringement is intended. All rights reserved. Copyright 2016. All right, I am hitting stop.